Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is that time once again for the Midweek War. And we are here to talk about NXT. We had a big debut this week. But first, I'm Mad Mike. Y'all know me. I'm here every week, mostly. You know, unless there's a big movie out. By the way, I probably won't be here the day Batman v Superman comes out. But, you know, it's fine. It's all good. With me, as always, is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you? I am here, and I am ready to talk some NXT. I think that's the same thing I said for Ring of Honor, but whatever. Mm -hmm. You seem super enthused about everything. (laughs) No, I am. I honestly (laughs) This is a pretty good week, yeah. Yes. Um, Yeah, we've actually had some good weeks for maybe before the past couple weeks past couple weeks but um so we're here talking i see amen what is your word this week uh i i like well, e- like that. like e-y-e or just yes. the letter no e-y-e okay all right i'm very confused um my my word this week is nostradema nostradema it is not a real word. I will explain what I mean. I, I could also say Nostradena, but I will go. Oh, with okay. <laughs> I, will, I will. I will say Nostradema. Um. So, Eamon, what what was your good this week? I, I really need to know what this eye business is. Uh, my good for this week is Baron Corbin. <laughs> Baron. Uh. If yeah. he if he screamed, go back to Chakara Pro, I would have lost my damn mind. Yeah, that would be really fun. Um, I've mentioned before, I really love the Baron Corbin character. Of him not liking independent wrestling guys. And I, I think this works so perfectly. Well, all right, we, we should explain what happened. For those of you who didn't catch NXT, and if you're not watching NXT, what the fuck, man? Watch NXT. Um, William Regal came out to introduce the newest acquisition for NXT. And it is, of course, the greatest man to ever live, Austin Aries. And uh, Aries came down. Before he even got to the ring, Baron Corbin jumped in from behind and beat the <laughs> shit out. <laughs> and and in, in fairness to Austin Aries, bumped like a champ. Mm-hmm. Like him, him getting thrown into the, uh, the ring apron was pretty awesome. It was a nice change of pace for all these... Um, big signing segments that we have on NXT. Mm-hmm. It was a nice change of pace for it because like usually they'll be like, oh, hi, you know me as this. Now you know me as this. Unless I'm really popular, then you'll still know me as the same thing. <laughs> and then at the most, someone will come out and like do a thing or something. But like to have someone just get attacked, like it's pretty perfect. And it's kind of funny because out of the people they've debuted, like with the big fanfare and everything, Austin Aries probably has the best mic skills out of everyone. That's a good point. Like Joe, Oscar, Tommy, <laughs> Balor. I mean, except with the exception of Kevin Owens. Yeah. I would say Austin Aries. And even Kevin Owens wasn't introduced like that. He just had a match. Mm-hmm. Like Austin Aries can talk. And I cannot wait to hear what he has to say to Baron Corbin. But I also want to give a lot of credit because I think Baron Corbin. He's one of those guys that has really fell, fell into his role and is really starting to get the intricacies of being a pro wrestler. I thought he carried himself like a monster. Uh, I, I'm going to my word. I love him grabbing Aerie's shirt, yelling eye for an eye, and throwing it in Regal's face. Like, like that was really amazing. Um, 
he doesn't just feel like a side guy that is going to put other guys over. He feels like an important guy. And I would, at this point, I would love to see him be on the main roster. Like, I think he has, I mean, uh, maybe, you know, maybe I regret myself for that, but he's showing that he has some personality. Like he's not just, you know, um, the silent guy that beats people up, you know, kind of guy. I think, I think right now he would be dwarfed on the main roster. I, 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 I really I, think that. I really think that. Yeah, I do. Agree. I actually kind of regret that statement because he's a guy who's amazing when you give him a direction. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When he's giving this direction of you don't like the independent talents and we're going to put you against smaller guys, like that's very smart. You know, putting him against guys like, I don't know, like Rhino or Bolt MC. I don't know. You know? Yeah, because you have to remember in NXT, Baron Corbin's one of the giants. Yeah, when you get up to the main roster, he's gonna have Ryback syndrome. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, and he'll and he'll be fighting the Rybacks and the the Canes and stuff like that. And it's yeah. like that he works better working smaller guys. Mm-hmm. And that's not a knock on his, that. I don't say that as a knock on his ability. It's just it makes for better matches. Yeah, he he has more opportunity to grow in NXT than he would on the main roster. Like mm-hmm. unless unless you're a force of nature like a Samoa Joe or a Kevin Owens. You're not gonna get as many opportunities on the main roster as you would, and I just, I don't think he's at that level yet, but he has improved tremendously. I, I think if all, I think it would he would be he would fit well in the main roster if the brand split that's being hinted to is 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 happening because obviously you'll, you'll need more people, and he's a good guy that with a lighter roster that Absolutely. they could put focus on. Absolutely, you know? like if like if Stephanie and Shane eventually did a brand split and they're able to draft from NXT. Baron Corbin should be a number one draft pick. Yeah, he's really great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just really love the stuff that you did this week. Like, really, really good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of people we love, my good this week, Dana and Emma. <laughs> oh, my God. They, they're main roster ready, but I don't want them to leave NXT. <laughs> Never. <laughs> like, I, Dana and Emma work so perfectly together. Like, they have gelled. I never really saw uh, the whole BFF stuff with Sasha, Charlotte, and Summer. Mm-hmm. But if it was anything like this, then I need to go find that too. Because Dana and Emma are fucking amazing. Um, they had a backstage segment. Was, was it with Rich? Uh, no? it's, with, it's with Alex, the new Alex, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The not Jeremy Borash guy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like they're saying how they predicted that Diana was going to get her head kicked off by Asuka again, and they were right. Hence the Nostradama. And <laughs> Emma was talking to him and said, I'm predicting you're going to become emasculated in three, two, and Dana with the head pat. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had their match, and Dana Brooke is one of the... is. I'm going to say, she's the best manager in WWE. Right now, yeah, because... <laughs> Now that Paul Heyman's kind of fallen from grace, almost so to speak, then yeah, I, I, I could see Dana being the next top uh, top manager. Like honestly, I want to see Dana manage Ryback. And it's weird because I miss it's I miss Dana wrestling. Um, I, I believe she's just started wrestling again on house shows after her injury, but uh, I miss her wrestling so much. Yeah, and and but she's worked so well in that outside role, and like you said, I think they have a, her and Emma have developed a really great dynamic with one another. Um, I compare it to Eva Marie and Nia Jax, and while I think they're both good, um, I feel like Eva Marie and Nia Jax kind of don't 
maybe don't aren't showcasing enough of a chemistry between the two of them, so to speak. Like the 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 the, the dynamic of the big powerhouse with the girl that's trying to get by is there, but I don't know if their actual like interactions show chemistry as opposed to Emma and Dana. Yeah, but Emma and Dana have been doing this a little bit longer than Eva and Nia, and I actually think Eva and Nia will get there. Oh yeah. Because it seems like they do get along very well. They're just not like uh we'll get to it later, I'm sure. During Regal's announcement, they that that was really good. That was like almost when Regal announced that Oscar was gonna be coming and Dana and Emma looked at each other. Like I I I, I watch Eva Marie more and more and I'm I'm just so like I'm like the proud father, like you're finally talking like a human. Like <laughs> you're finally don't feel like you're a wooden, you know, inanimate object. You know what I mean? You know what I think it is? And like, I'm I'm gonna be really truthful about this. I think reality TV has not helped Eva at all. Yeah. Because in reality TV, you have to talk in sound bites. It's very different. It's super different. Like you have to talk in sound bites. You have to talk in the upfronts to the camera. Like you have to talk in little blurbs that the, that the E network can just cut and sparse. And don't get me wrong, I like to old divas. I think it's a fun show. But it's not the pacing. It's not the pacing like you would cut a wrestling promo. Yeah, and because that's how Eva came into the company, I think that's why it's taken so long for her to adjust with her character. I, I, I just get so happy when I see her actually finally kind of like settling in because it's uh, like you like think back to like the first time we ever saw her on WWE TV being like, my name is Eva Marie and I'm here to make a statement. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> like think about that and how far she's come. Like, yeah, like if this was the Eva Marie we got when she first started to told the, with told divas, she would right now. I'm going to say it. She'd be one of the best divas in the division on main yeah, roster. It, it honestly it only falls to the fact of like when they put her at, when they put her on that platform what she did. You yeah. Know, yeah, I, they they wanted her to be ready and she wasn't. Yeah, I mean you can't really expect her to be ready at that point. Like Yeah, I mean it, at some point it it stops becoming her fault. Yeah. And I think right now She's settled into a groove and she's improving. Like the ring work isn't there yet, obviously, but but she's, it's, she's working with enough people where she will get there. But there's a level of sort of comfort comfortability that is very great to see. She doesn't feel wooden in the ring. She yeah. doesn't feel wooden behind a microphone. Yeah, because you that, can you can hide it. You can go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that's a very important start. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Yeah, you can hide in-ring deficiencies. There are ways to do that. Hulk Hogan, not the greatest worker in the world, <laughs> to be honest. But he had a presence. Yeah, he had, he had, he had personality. He, and I think even Marie can channel that because she has insta-heat. Mm-hmm. Insta-heat, and that's through no doing of her own, but she has it. Channeling it is the important part. Yeah. It's like Bailey. She's an insta-face just because of her attitude. Like, it's kind. Of, they're kind of like contrapositives. It's good. Yeah. I agree. Uh, all right. Uh, so, Amy, what was your bad this week for NXT? Oh, I hate to do this again. Um, my bad would be Elias Sampson. <laughs> Sorry. That, this this crowd 
saw a lot of Elias Samson matches. Yeah, there's like, <laughs> what has there been, like three Elias Samson matches in this arena? Yeah, they've seen a lot of the Drifter. I, I, you could say, like, once his music hit, you could hear the crowd just go, aww. <laughs> and I, again, I don't we love the wrestler. We love the athlete. We love the guy. This gimmick is nothing. But the, they don't know what they're doing with it is the problem for me. Yeah. Like, that, like, when he started Air Guitar, I was like, no, no, what are you doing? Maybe, maybe he saw Eva Marie do it that one time and was like, oh, this will get me heat. <laughs> but why would a drifter Air Guitar? I, I, and and literally when he started doing it, Corey Graves got pissed and was just like, "Oh, he's air guitaring now. Great, awesome." <laughs> like unless this turns into maybe Elias Samson ditching the whole gimmick and just being Elias Samson, a guy, I'd be okay with that. But it doesn't. I, there's no direction. There's no direction. There's nothing. Like I don't know. Um, my my bad this week. Speaking on kind of a similar vein, Zivod villains. <laughs> what are we doing? They're are heels. We, are, are they? They they're they're as much of a heel as they can be. It's like are I they? Said, it's like I said before. How do you make the, how do you make that gimmick heel? How? No, but there are ways to do it. How about cheating in your matches? That's one easy way. Or not posing for the fans during mid-match. Like, Simon Gotch doesn't move, and he's like, ha! I'm like, no. That's preening for the crowd to cheer you. And guess what? They cheered him. I just don't get why you make them heal. Like, I just don't... It's not a fault. I, I get what you're saying. I agree. But why on earth would you make that gimmick heal? It doesn't well, make any sense to me. You have a lot of face tag teams. I understand. I, I, I think that the original intent was for Jordan and Gable to be heels, but because they're so fucking good at what they do, they're just cheered. But you like, know what? Ra- like, raucously. And they're like, okay, well, we might as well steer into this skid, and we need another heel team. Can't turn Enzo and Cass. Can't turn the Hype Bros. Well, here's the thing. I think... And as I, as I've grown on him over over the most recent you know times we've seen him. I think the team that you could possibly turn heel and has a more of a potential to turn heel than the hype uh, than uh, the Vaude villains is the hype bros. I don't because you just have to make them assholes. You just have to make them jock assholes. Yeah, but that's what they tried to do at Gable. You have to Gable. play off of the annoying parts about them. That that's what they tried to do with Gable and Jordan, though. Yeah, like, but, they're, like, but they're so talented in the ring. They're, it's their talent in the ring over over you know over increase that. Mojo Raleigh and Zack Ryder, the crowd will cheer. The crowd cheers them now, yes, but it's because they're faces. Like it's not because like you could turn them heel. I I don't get how you turn vaudevillian or vaudevillian uh, old timey guys as heels it doesn't make sense i i think i think it's an easier turn than you think they're not trying with it they're not trying like they gave them trench coats i'm like okay that's a start that's good but 
don't but the crowd still. How is trench coats gonna make, make the crowd? No, but them? but don't do the poses. Don't do the poses. Like literally, just and don't do any flashy moves. Don't pose for the crowd and cheat. Or if you're gonna cheat, cheat like really, really comically, like in the way a vaude villain would. Like, okay, I, I I understand the cheating aspect. Yes, I would. Or, say ha- or have like go really old school with it. Have Aiden English come out with a giant fake barbell. I like I, I like that as opposed to don't do all the stuff that you used to do. Yeah, because yeah. because when you say that, it's like, okay, all of this stuff we gave you got over. Now we're gonna take it all away. But you have to remember the Vault villains were heels when they wrestled the Lucha Dragons. They were and, and that worked. Yeah. And if you just go right back to what they were doing then, you can do it. But they are imagine imagine them doing another one of those black and white movies, only with the hype bros. But I don't think that uh, again. I don't think that's a fault on the performers. Oh no, more, no, no! This is nothing against the performers. I think They're, it's. I think that's more of a fault on them not understanding how to make them heal. Yeah. And plus, I, 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 I think this may be me being hopeful. I think they're keeping the VOD villains on the fence because they don't know exactly when Enzo and Cass are getting called up. Yeah. Because Enzo and Cass are main roster ready. We know this. We've known this for a while. They could literally be called up at any time. They could be called up the night after Roadblock. They could be called up at Roadblock. They could be called up the night after WrestleMania. And if that's the case, then you only have the Hype Bros and Jordan and Gable as faces. So if you keep Vod villains like they're not in the title picture, so you can kind of keep them in the middle. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, I can see that. Um, my th- I do stand by the fact that I just think it would be much easier to turn Hype Bros heel because it gives you more to work with, and you can play off of the fact that like the stuff that Corey Graves talks about about how they're annoying because they at times to be argued are annoying, like. I think there's a lot you could go more with that as opposed to the vaude villains just sneering. You know what I mean? Like sneering doesn't make you a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see your point. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can turn the hype bros like full Jersey Shore and just have them be right. assholes to everyone. I get that, but I, I, I think I would prefer heel vaude villains to heel hype bros. Because when the Vaude villains were heel, they did that shit with the Lucha Dragons, and it was fucking good. Mm. It was really, really good. Like, like you can go full tilt with the Vaudevillian thing, and I think that's how you make them heels. Like, you don't make them flashy at all. Like, or there, even... there's no like style to, for lack of a better term, there's no style to them at all. They're just substance. Like, or even... it's just a strong guy and a kicky guy. That's it. Even I would argue, even the fact that it, we kind of live in an age where like heel and face doesn't really isn't really a, as much of a thing anymore. Obviously, in some aspects, but you know the crowd will cheer for who they want to cheer for. Um, I I would have even just much preferred what they were doing beforehand when they were playing up the whole. We're still baby faces, but we're frustrated because we keep losing constantly and we've lost favor with the crowd. Yeah, you, you, can only, you, you can only do that for so long before you have to change something. That's fair. All right. Uh, so, Eamon, what would you change about this week's NXT? Uh, I don't know. 
I mean, I, I don't know, honestly. There was decent stuff on the show. Um, none of the matches were bad. Um, well, was, you know, you can argue Samson. Um, I don't know. They gave us a fair amount of stuff. Like, it, I, I maybe just not do an Elias Samson match when you've done however many on this set of tapings, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or give him someone of substance. Like, how about Elias Samson and Apollo Crews? Hmm. Like, give him someone or or Champa, Champa or Gargano. Like yeah. someone, like someone mid level that's not a jobber. Because I think it's Steve I think Cutler. It's, I'm sure he's a phenomenal athlete. I don't care about Steve Cutler. I think it's time to transition him to at least if you're gonna if you're committed to putting Elias Samson as a character on TV, it's time it's time to transition him to someone who is of some value. Because we've seen it before where guys get just put in jobber matches for too long. And it's not because they're bad. It's just you put them in jobber matches for too long. Right. I.e. Baron Corbin. I.e. The Ascension. Like. Okay. Um, my change for this week is a very nitpicky thing. I think we should have had an Enzo and Cass promo to plug the fact that they're going to have a tag title match on Roadblock, motherfuckers. That's true. They kind of had a promo saying they were going to... They had an Enzo cast and, Revi- and Revival promos. Oh, that's another thing. Fuck they that did. name. Fuck that name. The Revival? The gimmick... The, the point of it is, from what I can tell based off of their Twitters, is that they're bringing back old school wrestling. I and know, for- but then why, why not keep it the mechanics? The Mechanics is a great name. Well, because Mechanics implies that they work on cars. Or that they're ring mechanics. Yeah, but more people assume that they work on cars. Yeah, but but you know what? And that's where you get heel chants. Like, that's where you get shit to, like, like, hey, fix my car, Dash. You know? Like, you can do shit like that. Like, the revival, especially since that basically sounds like an NXT pay-per-view name. <laughs> Is there no? I'm thinking a rival. No, there was a rival, but I. And then there I, was, I, I, and then there was rival. So yeah, <laughs> it sounds, I get, too much, sounds too much like a pay per view name. I agree. I get what they're going for, though. Like, like I, I understand the concept. I, of I get it. it too, but the mechanics is such a better name. I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> but then again, you're the you're the person that didn't like American Alpha, so whatever. This is true. And that's grown on me. I'm still not a huge fan of it, but it's grown on me. Uh, um, and, and I was like, but going to your point, like they had promos. They didn't just, but they didn't specifically mention Roadblock. And then, like right after they announced that they're having a match on Roadblock. Yeah, I um, mean that's a big deal. And we have another week. Yeah. So who knows? Um, but yeah, I, do you think they give the belts to Enzo and Cass? Ah. Uh. Do you think they give the belts to end? I say, you know what they do is they give the belts to Enzo and Cass, and then take over Dallas. They drop the belts immediately to Gable Jordan, and that's their call up. I don't know. See, as much as I want to see Enzo and Cass get that moment, that moment passed. It was in London. But you think they're going to lose a third time? I. Damn it! That's. Yeah, all right, here's here's what I want to see. Because they're going to be on a main roster show, I would like to see a main roster team cause them to win. Cause them to win. Having, I'm, I'm thinking the Dudleys. Oh, Dudley, I would, yeah. 
I'm Maybe thinking Dudley's. the Dudleys because the Dudleys are assholes. Um, they can have a backstage segment like where Dudleys are showing or Enzo and Cass are showing up to the arena, and Dudley's like, "Hey, who are you guys? I don't know. I don't think you know me and my brother Devon. Do you know who we are? Like, and the do you know who we are gimmick works the best with people who are fresh from NXT and who may not actually know who they are. Mm. Like, I, I feel like if they get cheated through interference, that would be a great way to debut because then you can throw Enzo and Cass into whatever multi-tag match you're going to do at WrestleMania. Yeah, I, again, I don't like them doing multi-tags, but whatever. Uh, obviously, they're going to do it. But uh, I, 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 I like the I just, I just personally love the idea of them at least getting that moment. Because here's the thing. They're still over to a WWE crowd to where even if it's a WWE show, the crowd's going to pop. Like, it's going to be great. And they'll win the belts at Roadblock, and then they have the match with Gable and Jordan at Dallas, and then they drop the belts to Gable and Jordan. And it's the, and it's the passing of the torch before they go to the main roster. See, I, I think this match being done at Roadblock is literally going to be a litmus test to see if these guys are getting called up to main roster, like I wouldn't be because like if they, because that's roadblock, that's a WWE event. That's not an NXT one, but they, I, I get your point, but they, they've also been working so many house shows and they've been working. They, they did a dark match for a SmackDown taping. Like they've already had those kind of tests though, but not in front of a live crowd. Like basically like a, te- a test for the reaction of the TV audience, because the people who are going to be watching Roadblock are not necessarily the same people who tune in to see NXT or even watch the NXT pay-per-views. You know what I mean? Like, these guys are tuning in to see Dean Ambrose versus Triple H. They're not tuning in to see Enzo and Cass. That'll be a welcome surprise for them. And then, you know, I I think it's... I see your point. I, I don't know if that is much of a thing anymore based off of how... More they've hyped NXT as opposed if 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 this was the case a year ago then yes I don't know as much now because I think enough people know what NXT is and know the and maybe not all but I yeah I think enough people know some people in NXT like Sami Zayn Finn Balor they're known Bailey she's known but if you ask a regular WWE fan who Oscar is they're not gonna know. But I think Enzo and Cass are two of those guys that fall into the known, though. They might be. They might be. I'll grant you that that they might be. I, I've never seen an ad for that has them on on Raw. I'm trying to think. Maybe like but, like right. Joe has been featured on those ads. Balor, Zane, they've been featured on those ads. I think even Bailey has been featured on those ads, and she gets enough mentions with the rest of the four horsewomen anyway. But I think I think Enzo and Cass just fall fall like right under that radar. Like they're at the cusp. I think this is the big step for them. Yeah, I guess. But I would love to see like the Dudley Scoss in the match. I think that would be awesome. Because then, then you can move from one set of bullies to the other without them losing much steam. That's fair. But yeah, I mean, if if they do lose a third time, that would just suck. Yeah, again, I just don't want to see them lose a third time. Like Yeah. I, as much as, as and much I get as, that, but at the same time. I don't want to see Enzo and Cass versus Jordan and Gable. I would love that. Like, what? what, 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 what you saw how they promo together. Like, imagine that match. Yeah, 
I know. No, I know. But I'd rather see Dash and Dawson versus American Alpha. I'd rather see them just drop the belts to American Alpha. I feel like the time for Enzo and Cass to get those belts has passed. If it wasn't in Brooklyn and it wasn't in London, I think those were the two big opportunities. Nah, and now, and now it would just seem like a consolation prize because they're still getting called up very soon. We all assume. I'd rather have them not win and get called up than have like a less than a month long title reign. No, maybe. Because I, I mean, that was kind. Of, I mean, I, but I guess that's kind of what they did with the Lucha Dragons. The Lucha Dragons didn't have the belts long. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, I we'll see what happens at Roadblock. But, uh, um, Amy, what would, was that your change or was that yeah, my change? That was your change. I think my my change was the Eli Samson. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, so before we get into our rankings, um, our good buddy Antonio Garza could not be here this week, um, but he left us some notes. He ranked NXT number four this week. He said this was a one match show. This match being the main event. Uh, he's seriously. We didn't even talk about it in this show. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the main event. Uh, I'll finish Garza's comment. Uh, he says, "I'm seriously getting tired of all these squash matches. Fuck Austin Aries. Baron Corbin wins the world." <laughs> we'll agree on that. But yeah, uh, the main event. Fuck Balor and Neville. It was, it was really good. good. Yeah. I'm not sure what purpose it served. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I like I, I understand the purpose of Neville. I, they sold it as Neville being the longest reigning NXT champion. Balor, you know, it gave something for Balor to do in the meantime of this whole number one contender bullshit. Yeah, but haven't we had that match before? We had a takeover once before Balor won the belt. That's what I thought. Like, if you're gonna do that, why not have him wrestle like Biggie or Bo? <laughs> like, like, seriously, get get an NXT champion we haven't seen in a while. It seems like Neville makes an appearance at least once a month on NXT. That's true. Well, no, what? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's appeared since um, the Dusty Rhodes tournament. All right, uh, it seems like he's made an appearance. I will say I miss Neville on NXT because I feel like he's... he got used properly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, in fairness, I would have loved to see Big E on NXT. I mean, yeah, exactly. But I imagine, like, if Finn Balor comes out and all of a sudden you hear "RCF." I, I like the idea of, of uh, assumedly, if we're going to have a million rematches of Balor and, and or not Balor of Joe and Zayn to find a freaking number one contender, just have them run through NXT champions in the meantime. Yeah, like, or you know, be even better if instead of the New Day theme. He came out to three ain't enough no whiny five. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna. Pre- uh, bef- I don't know we're going on with this, but I'm gonna retroactively change my bad for this week. My bad goes to um, WWE main roster writing staff for not watching NXT and just doing the same stuff with Sasha and Becky Lynch. <laughs> Not only do we have to suspend disbelief that Joe and Balor or Joe and Zayn still can't beat each other after how many tries, now we have to believe that Sasha and Becky can as well. No, but did you watch SmackDown tonight? I heard Charlotte just beat him up. Yeah, they did it right. But why not do it right? But you can do that with a heel champion. 
You can't do that with Finn Balor. But that would have worked so much better as opposed to them doing a sunset flip spot and knocking each other out. All right. Okay. Okay. We're not here to talk main roster Sorry. shit. Sorry. Just want to put uh, that out there. Although, uh, and, and this is something that they could have done, like with Charlotte attacking uh, uh, Sasha and Becky. But you know what? You could, you, have could have, to- you could have had the demon Balor attack both guys, and then we or- can start to build the split personality gimmick. Or even if you didn't want to have Balor do it, have Baron Corbin do it. Yeah, but Baron has his own issues now. I think you need to start building the Demon Balor gimmick as a separate entity from Finn. I I think you need to do that because I think... I think you can establish that the Demon takes over and the Demon has no remorse. I think... I I agree. I think that's something they'll do when he gets on the main roster. I don't think they'll do it. I, I, think, I don't think they'll blow their load in NXT, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's just something to spice it up. Because I know next week's match is going to be good. But, Eamon, I'm telling you, if it ends in a draw again, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, but, Eamon, where'd you rank it this week? Garza had a four. What about you? I have it three uh, for this week. Okay. Uh, thought the main event was really great. Uh, I like the, the ma- most of the matches. Again, the only one was the Elias Samson match. I thought Emma and Santana Garrett was really good. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it. Uh, NXT is number four for me this week. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, yeah. As much as I love Emma and Dana, there was one thing on another show that I liked just a little bit more. Um, otherwise, oh. yeah. Otherwise, it was a little bit lackluster. I like the main event, but I'll be honest, the first time I watched it, I dozed. I it's cuz it had no weight for me. It had no meaning, no depth, nothing like that. And I feel like it's been forever since we've seen Demon Balor. Like I know I know you can't just break him out just for a match against Neville, but I feel like it's been forever since we've seen him. I, I guess, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know, it's just Regular nice guy Lego loving Finn <laughs> doesn't do as much unless he has promo time and he really again. Uh, it, I would say it does it for me. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love like like naive kid Finn Balor. I think it's great. Yeah. All right. Well, agree to disagree. And uh, so so, Eamon, where can the good people of the internet find you? Uh, find me on Twitter at Eamon too. Please also go check out Inspire Pro Wrestling on Twitter at Inspire Pro Res and at InspireProWrestling.com. All right. And you can, of course, find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. And also, go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com. There's a lot of really cool stuff there. Matt Carlins does tons of news stories about the world of professional wrestling. I believe he just did an article about why your children do not know who Shane McMahon is. It's a really good read. Uh, also, every Tuesday night, do you know we do longer versions of these shows? If Weird. you want to hear us talk more about wrestling and about maybe wrestling that you watch on the television and not on your computer screens, we talk about all that shit, and we even go into our own thought experiment trying to build a better WrestleMania than what we currently have. And, oh, man, does it get heated. Uh, it's called Mayhem Mania. Search the hashtag Mayhem Mania. You will find all sorts of crazy stuff that happens. Um, so, for Eamon Payton, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been, excuse me, your mid-week war.